Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Interesting case out of New Orleans. John sent me. And if you sue somebody, you get a judgment against them. And then to get them to pay the judgment sometimes takes some work, but you can usually get it so long as the person doesn't go bankrupt. So if you get a judgment against a big entity like a city, usually you get paid, but there might be hoops to jump through. But it turns out that in Louisiana, some of the hoops to jump through might not be jumpable. So here we go. New Orleans' refusal to pay judgments leaves victims suffering. Lee Zurich wrote this, along with Dana Kirby. Angela Stewart remembers rushing to the scene of a crash back in 2003 where a speeding police car, driving without its sirens, hit her seven-year-old brother as he was walking near a hospital. Uh, He flipped up in the air out of his shoes, landed on the pavement, and he was in a coma for over a month and a half. She says her brother had to learn the basics all over again, including how to walk, how to talk, the names of common items, uh, and he has brain damage that he'll have for the rest of his life. Now he's 26 years old. He's got a part-time job. He's a part of a program to help people with disabilities. But he's not the same, his sister said. We really didn't worry about the money. I just wanted my brother back, and I just wanted to have some type of normalcy. But the medical bills piled up. The Stewarts, that's the family, eventually filed a lawsuit against the city of New Orleans. And in 2006... The court awarded them $4 million. $4 million back in 2006. 16 years later, they're still waiting for the city to pay its debt. It was like, yeah, we'll give you a judgment. Good luck getting it. The Stewarts are not alone. In nearly 500 separate cases, the city of New Orleans owes more than $36 million in unpaid judgments. Four of those judgments go back as far as 1996. The reason is an obscure provision of the Louisiana Constitution that basically allows state governments to be sued and lose and not pay. The Constitution says the funds can't be seized and can only be paid out if the government appropriates the money. In other words, if the city of New Orleans doesn't budget the funds for judgments, a judge cannot force a city to pay, and apparently they know this. So I can tell you right now, I know people who have sued the city of Detroit. And you get a lawsuit, you sue, trial, judgment. You got a judgment against the city of Detroit or even a settlement. And it goes before the city council and they they do actually vote on paying it, but they do vote to pay for it. They do. Now, a settlement, they might haggle back and forth on, but I've never heard of them not paying a judgment. So as a result, while Lance Stewart might be a millionaire on paper, For several years after the accident, he and his family were left homeless. His attorney says the decision not to pay the family also hurt Lance's recovery because without the money, they couldn't afford to provide Lance with the proper medical care. I'm surprised attorneys even take these cases. Why would you, knowing that you can get a judgment that you cannot collect? This boy, who was seven years old at the time, when his life was basically destroyed, And even though he had this big judgment against the city, they were living under a bridge for a few years. So not only was he not getting care, but he was homeless, says the attorney. Everybody knows how difficult it is to get doctors to take any case on Medicaid, much less a sophisticated brain damage case that requires a lot of expensive testing and things like this. But he couldn't get that. 2018, New Orleans paid the Stewarts and others 10% of what they're owed. 
and for Lance that barely covered the medical bills. So for some odd reason, they agreed we'll pay, we'll pay 10% of it. Not the whole thing, just 10% of it. What's ironic about it is that if you owed the city money and you said, well, look, I'll pay you, but can you wait 15 years and then I'll pay you 10%? They'd laugh you out of court, the attorney says. The cases the city owes money on are wide-ranging. New Orleans also has refused to pay a contractually obligated amount to a company that helped the city recoup millions of dollars. George White's company, Municipal Administrative Services, audits utilities. And in a three-year period, he audited the former phone company, Bell South, and its agreement with the city. After the audit, the city sued Bell South and got $33 million as a result. In return for those savings, the city refused to pay White a dime for his auditing work. White says the city owes him about $1.3 million. In 2005, a judge ruled the city owed Municipal Administrative Services, that's his company, the money, but White still sits on a long list of unpaid judgments. White estimates he spent $600,000 on legal fees, but he says part of the reason he continues to fight after 20 years is for other people on the list who are also owed money. The man did his work back in 1996, 97, and 98. He did the work last century. He hasn't been paid yet. Over the years, White's company's done work for about 100 cities. He says New Orleans is the only city that has not paid the bill. Meanwhile, Angela Stewart says while the city refuses to do the right thing for her brother, she also feels ignored by public officials since the accident. She says no one has ever contacted them. She says it's not about the money. It's about that nobody cared. Nobody cared this cop ran over a child. Nobody cared that this child has brain damage. Nobody cared. And the only way it seems to make someone care is to let them know that we're coming for your money. The city's decision not to pay the money owed the stewards left them with their bank accounts drained, unable to pay bills, and as noted, at one time homeless. So there's more to the story than that. But the crazy part about this, and this is from WVUE, by the way, um, is that the Constitution, with that loophole in it, saying that a city cannot have anything seized from it, and the only thing they can ever pay is stuff they've voted to pay, um, I'm surprised there aren't more cities in Louisiana doing this. And maybe there are. I don't know. But I've never heard of something like this. I've heard of uh, big entities that owed money that simply refused to pay to see what someone would do. And I can tell you that a friend of mine who is an attorney doing Lemon Law got a judgment against one of the big three automakers. And I always refer to the big three as GM, Ford, and Chrysler. I know Chrysler's not called that anymore, but just hang in there with me. I'm from Detroit. And uh, a friend of mine got a judgment against one of them. And in Michigan, you got 28 days to file an appeal or pay. And on day 29, he called the attorney and said, hey, we're going to get paid? And he goes, well, I'm waiting. You're back from my client. <laughs> my friend said, you've waited one day too long, my friend. Uh, you should have gotten an answer by yesterday, day 28. The guy said, don't know what to tell you. <laughs> my friend said, okay. And got a writ of execution and sent the sheriff's deputy over to their world headquarters, which were in southeastern Michigan at the time. And um, when the sheriff's deputy walks in the front door of the world headquarters of a corporation and says, got a writ of execution right here for a bunch of stuff. Basically, I can take stuff here to make up for the dollar value on this writ. Um, and we're talking, is I don't think it was much more than $100,000. It may have been less. But the point is that they start making phone calls. 
And the sheriff's deputy goes, you know, you can make all the phone calls you want. Unless someone hands me a check real fast, I'm going to start hauling stuff out. And remember, he's got a badge and a gun. And he can haul out things like, oh, phone systems, chairs, computers, uh, coffee tables, whatever else they have in the lobby of a world headquarters of a car company. And uh, he often would bring a moving truck with him. Because I've used this guy before. (laughs) He's good. And lo and behold, somebody shows up frantically in the lobby asking this guy who he is, where he's from, and they look at the writ and they realize it's real. And the strangest thing happens. A check appears within minutes. And the guy goes out, gets his moving truck, and drives back to my friend's office and hands him the check. But you'd be surprised. Big corporations, if you don't push them, They might just go, oh, let's just wait and see what happens. And they're hoping they can wait people out. Some people go away. Some people die. Some people, you know, all kinds of things can happen. But the weird part here is that the city can just decide not to pay and there's no adverse action. Nothing bad happens. That's crazy. That is crazy. But obviously it's in the Louisiana Constitution. And so to fix that, you need to amend that constitution. There's probably not a lot of willpower right now in place to get that changed when people realize, oh, it's going to cost us a ton of money to do that. So weird story out of Louisiana. John, thanks for sending it. New Orleans refusal to pay judgments leaves victims suffering by Lee Zurich and Dana Kirby. Questions, your comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. One advantage of talking to yourself is that you know at least somebody's listening.